0: You're listening to the Live, Love, Engage podcast. On today's show, I'm going to be talking about the concept that hindsight is twenty-twenty, and the benefits of looking back on events in your life. Stay tuned. I am Gloria Grace Rand, founder of The Love Method and author of the number one Amazon bestseller, Live, Love, Engage. How to Stop Doubting Yourself and Start Being Yourself. In this podcast, we share practical advice from a spiritual perspective on how to live fully, love deeply, and engage authentically so you can create a life and business with more impact, influence, and income. Welcome to Live, Love, Engage. namaste, namaste, and welcome to Live, Love, Engage. I am Gloria Grace Rand, and I've made sure today that my mic is not muted. (laughs) In case you were watching last week, uh, uh, you might have uh, seen that because I was recording this live and did not have the mic ready. So today, what are we talking about today? Today, I'm going to be talking about hindsight is twenty twenty, and I'm not actually talking about the pandemic when I'm talking about this <laughs> because I know you know with twenty the year twenty twenty the year of the pandemic blah blah blah, but no, um, I'm talking about this more in relationship to the signs that we see in our own lives and uh, and the the. I guess the advantage sometimes of as you get older and looking back and seeing signs that you weren't necessarily aware of at the time, but with the benefit of hindsight, you can now see clearly uh, that 2020 vision and see clearly that there were things happening in your life that, uh, that led you to where you are today. And, and, to give an example of this, I recently wrote my uh, had my book published. Live, love, engage. Uh, same name of this podcast. How to stop doubting yourself and start being yourself. And and in the book, I realized that I may have painted um, uh, a little bit of a one sided picture of my mom. God rest her soul. Um, she was like um, you know, so many of us had her had her. Um, had her flaws, but also had a lot of good points. And, and I, I mentioned, well, I guess I did sort of 50 50. I mentioned one uh, uh, instance in the book. Well, nah, it was probably a little bit more on the negative side towards her, unfortunately. Um, she did have a, a temper and she would, you know, had liked to yell um, frequently um, and even actually struck me one time. But she also did really great things for me. And one of the best was when she divorced me to uh, to move to Florida when we were still living in Michigan. And when I was graduating from college, she said, you know, I'm divorcing you, Gloria. You need to move on, uh, start your life and, and stop, you know, taking care of me because I was kind of helping her out a lot. And that was a, truly a, a huge gift that she gave me. But and last week I was I think I was out for a walk and and just started reflecting that the spiritual journey that I've been on I've sort of said that it was especially um, catalyzed when my sister was diagnosed with cancer in 2015 and and that's really what ended up sparking the idea for the book. But when I look back with hindsight at what growing up, I realized that my mom was on a spiritual journey as well, and she took me with her <laughs> in some respects and, and planted seeds in my own spiritual development when I was in fifth grade, uh, for instance, because I remember at that time, she got in, uh, interested in a um, a charismatic movement in, uh, in the Catholic Church, and uh, for those of you who may not know what that means, is uh, it refers to people who are speaking in tongues. And for those of you who are in the Christian faith, you know that on uh, Pentecost Sunday, um, the apostles, Jesus's apostles, this was after after the resurrection, um, they they were, I guess, at a big gathering with uh, with people from all over different parts of the world were there. And as the apostles started to speak, um, there were people there who heard the apostles speaking in their language, even though there were lots of different languages um, being represented by the people who were there. So anyway, <laughs> this char- this charismatic movement involved people speaking in Tongues, like speaking in foreign languages. And I remember as a kid, we went to, she took me, my mom took me to one of these churches and I, very strange <laughs> as a, um, uh, let's see, how old was I? 10, 11 years old uh, would uh, think it was a little weird. And, uh, but, but nevertheless, that seed was planted. And, and another seed was the fact that my mom subscribed to the Daily Word from Unity. And uh, for those of you who are regular uh, subscribers to my podcast, you know that from time to time I actually do uh, share the Daily Word from Unity. I love the, you know, back in the day, my, well, and they still do presu- they do publish a hardcover version of the book that you can read. And that was what my mom got. But of course, today, the app, <laughs> they have an app on your phone and I can just, press the little daily word symbol on my phone and I have today's daily word. So uh, for instance, today is, as I'm recording this, it's April 12th and the and the word for the today to today, the word for today <laughs> is inner peace. I think I could use a little inner peace right now. <laughs> um, but anyway, so so that was another seed that was planted, in my spiritual journey that because I was aware of that as a kid, I saw the daily word in our house growing up that my mom would read it. Years later, a few years back, I was at another conference and someone mentioned unity. And and it rang this bell in my head. And I was like, wait a minute, unity? Daily Word, yeah, my mom was interested in that when I was a kid. And so I actually started uh, attending Unity churches for a while uh, here in the Orlando, Florida area, and got a lot of benefit out of that. I, I really, I really love uh, Unity. And um, in fact, I even have on my desk, I have taped Unity's five basic principles as a reminder for me because they are really um, very important. And um, and very profound. And um, I think what I'll do is I'll even share one of them. And the third, the third principle I think was which is good for today. It says we create our life experiences through our way of believing, thinking, and acting. And isn't that true? Isn't that true? And that, and that again is, I think. Um, sort of the point I want to make today is that when we do look back and see, um, different things that, you know, maybe we were thinking about or different ways that we start to believe that that then actually does have, um, uh, an impact on what we do, how we act. And, um, uh, so it's, um, yeah, it's good. It's good to know that. But, and I think Actually, the important thing is that if you don't like the life experience that you're having right now, then it requires perhaps changing some of those thoughts and beliefs and actions, because then um, you have the power to create the life that you want to lead. You have that power right now. So so those were a couple of the signs that I, I realized that, again, that my mom had actually I think that's part of the gift that she gave me was that she, I realized in her fifties as well, she had me late in life, and so she was on a spiritual journey just like I have been on. I think there's something that happens to us in our fifties. I guess we, (laughs) if we haven't done it earlier, and and I do know lots of young people who uh, do get on this journey a lot earlier than I did. Um, But it is interesting that I'm sort of following in my mom's footsteps. and and embarking on this uh, real discovery about what I want to believe and what I choose to believe now. So let's see. So what what actually is the point of all of this today? (laughs) I feel I've been rambling a little bit today. I guess my point is to encourage you to reflect on your life reflect on you know go back in time and and see if there are signs that um, are pointing you that in a certain direction that maybe you didn't realize at the time um, I and I know some of the other things that I talk about in my book is the fact that um, when I was in school, um, well, in college, I decided to major in business administration um, because I thought it would be useful to get a job. I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't really I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do, but that was what I started my major in um, and then didn't do very well in economics <laughs> and uh, and the math subjects, calculus, oh, bane of my existence. So I wound up. Um, on academic probation because I was doing very badly in those courses and wound up going to a counselor, a career guidance counselor and at the college and took an aptitude test and realized that I would be better served with a major in mass communications. And so that's what I wound up doing. I wound up changing my ba- major to um, mass communications the, with radio, TV, film as the emphasis And that led me to getting a job in television, where I actually wound up working for the nightly business report. So even though I didn't want to major in business administration, I wound up working for a business show. And then, of course, that all seemed to work out perfectly, because now I'm in business for myself. So all of these little seeds that were planted, um, I didn't realize at the time that it was all serving a purpose. And now, When I worked in television, I never wanted to be in front of the camera (laughs) like I am today. But now I do enjoy it. And so now I, and I think, again, because of the background, the training I had, you know, learning about television production in school first, and then uh, practically as an employee of a television station and working for a news program, now I got to see the all of the benefits and learning how to write for television and the importance of that. So I've been able to use all of those things now. So again, I encourage you to, especially sometimes I think if you are maybe maybe a little bit confused, maybe you're at a crossroads in your life right now and Um, maybe you've had a a change in marital status or a change in your work status. Perhaps you had to pivot in your business in this last year, and you're not quite sure um, where you want to go from here. So I would encourage you to reflect on your life and see if you can look at um, different events in your life and see if you can pick up clues that might Give you a new direction for today, or or maybe just confirm that you're even in the right direction because you have taken all of these different steps and and different things happened along the way that now seem quite serendipitous that all of these things happened. So that's my intention uh, for you today, and um, I'm just going to pop up this uh, little ticker here real quick, just as a reminder to you if you. Um, are not subscribed to the podcast yet? I encourage you to do so. On we are on all of the major platforms like Apple and Stitcher and iHeartRadio and Pandora, uh, and certainly subscribe to my YouTube channel as well because that's where you'll find the video. And of course, you can also join us live on Mondays at eleven thirty Eastern Time uh, from Facebook, where I am doing these live. So I would love to see you here as well. And I think that's going to do it for this edition of Live, Love, Engage. And as always, before I leave you, I encourage you to go out and live fully, love deeply, and engage authentically. Did you know that a majority of entrepreneurs tend to discount the importance of their work? And a good number feel their success is simply due to luck. I know from personal experience that self-doubt can keep you from having the kind of life and business you desire. That's why I've created a free guide called Uniquely You, How to Move from Self-Doubt to Self-Love in Four Simple Steps. To claim your free guide, go to liveloveengage.gift. That's liveloveengage.gift.